Blog Talk Radio. Corruption. Racism. Xenophobia. White supremacy. Healthcare protections hanging by a thread. Law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality. Peaceful people being separated from their families. And at the helm, a man beholden to Russia who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war. Join Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, that's right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear. Before it's too late. It's area code 914-205-5772. That is area code 914-205-5772. You can also join us on the chat page at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan on the show thread, or you can uh, listen after the broadcast and leave your comments on the show thread at liberaldan.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at liberaldanradio and leave your comments, questions there as well. Um, this week, it is the start of the 2018 uh, campaign season for the last 100 days left. I guess it's wordly worded, but I mean, people have obviously run primaries, but this is when things are really going to start to gear up. We've seen some primaries already. We'll have some more over the course of the summer, and, and then we'll be going into the fall, and we'll be dealing with the midterm elections, elections where... Democrats have historically been known to be absent. And this is a problem in 2010. This is a problem in 2014. And it needs to not be a problem in 2018. In 2010, we wound up having a lot of local elections wind up causing an issue with gerrymandering, even worse than it had been before. And if you listen to the show last week, uh, we did have a, a guest, somebody who was part of the creative team who created the map maker game, a uh, game based on gerrymandering. And uh, if you are a nerd like me and you like gaming, uh, there is uh, news about that Kickstarter. They did add two more levels uh, to the thresholds that you can get to get extra stuff, extra swag or better swag or better game materials. Uh, they added an extra bag to hold all the road pieces and they added an extra um, level that where you can get a better board. So check that out. Uh, I linked to the Kickstarter on both my Facebook page and on Twitter. So please check that out again. Also, I'd like to remind everybody to go check out um, the other guest that I had website and Facebook page, Music for More, and that's the number four, Music for More and Music for Vets, um, and check out all the work that she's doing and try and help her out as well. So, but again, back to the gerrymandering. 
Uh, Democrats not showing up in 2010, especially in the local races, the down-ticket elections, uh, not only allowed the Republicans to win um, and take back Congress, uh, it allowed them to form maps that would change the way in the face of elections for years to come. Of course, Republicans did hold on to the House in 2012, but Obama still won, which shows you the problem, especially in states like Pennsylvania, where Obama did win the state, but the Republicans won a majority, a supermajority of the districts in the state because of that gerrymandering. Again, uh, then we have 2018 rolling around. We still have the same gerrymandered districts, but we're going to show up in record numbers if we're going to flip the House back blue. And, you know, it's said that Donald Trump is trying to do his hardest to make sure that um, we win because he's just doing so many horrible things and who could still support him. And there's some poll numbers out there that are definitely interesting, but we can't rest on these poll numbers. We cannot just sit back and say, oh, you know, these poll numbers are looking fine. We don't need to show up. No, you need to show up as if your vote is the vote that's going to swing the thing. Your Pretend your vote is the vote that's going to cause the entire country to flip blue. Do that. Just consider yourself that way. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. Who does it hurt? Nobody. You went on a vote. You practiced, you practiced, you practiced your right as a citizen to let your opinion be heard. And it can't hurt you, but it can hurt you if you stay home. Because by doing so, you cause risk to yourself and risk to a lot of other people who are um, not as privileged as you might be. So we have a lot of you know interesting things going on this week. We have the uh, the Trump administration lost uh, at least uh, appeal to the it wasn't necessarily appeal on a ruling to the Supreme Court, but it was a, it was the Supreme Court basically said that uh, the children and literally the children like I think eleven or twelve all the way up to twenty two. So not all of them are actually child child ch- children. They're not all childs. I don't know. <laughs> sounds weird. Sounds wrong. Anyway. They're not all underage, but the court did say that they did have reason to bring this case. I guess they have standing to sue over the administration, and they, it's basically they have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and they have a right uh, to have lands under the public trust be protected um, from corporate raiders and people who are seeking to enrich themselves off of short-term gains without making sure that the operations that they're doing are reasonably safe and responsible. So it'll be interesting to see how that case goes on and how uh, if these kids are successful, then it, it could be a big punch in the gut to the Trump administration and Ooh, there's a big gut there to punch. And you know what? I live in a glass house. I'm throwing that stone. So, and then we also have just so much stuff going on today. And just, let's go ahead. We're going to take the first commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of the things going on this week. The one, one of the reasons, one of the big reasons why you need to come out because there are some policies that are going on with this administration that absolutely need to be stopped. Uh, one of them is this religious liberty crap that's going on. So 
Anyway, if you want to call in again, it's 914-205-5772. That's 914-205-5772. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. And welcome back to Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. To call in, it's 914-205-5772. That is 914-205-5772. Now, we have this uh, religious liberty task force that has been created that is uh, supposedly going to uh, combat you know, issues dealing with religious liberty because the poor, poor Christians in this country are so tormented. And, you know, if you listen to, uh, I'm not doing it this week, but if you listen to some of the words of wisdom that I have and they're by this guy, and it's a horrible guy, uh, and he often on his blog talks about, you know, Christian nationalism and the idea that, we, you know, we are, you know, not only supporting these things for the rights of white people, but white Christians. Um, and a lot of the, you know, power structure comes in this country are Christian folk. Um, a lot of the institutions that um, are now seen as abhorrent, like slavery, uh, were justified by people who claim to be supposedly Christian. So uh, Christianity is not in and of itself a problem, but people who practice it, who wield power, can be problematic with their use of pushing Christianity via government. And, and there's one thing I don't understand about – I understand that you have, as conservatives, you you have to – make bedfellows, I suppose. You have to have a coalition of folks. So what I don't understand is just how willingly the libertarian-type-minded people are just willing to say, you know, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ignore all of this big government stuff for these religious folks. 
conservatives love big government when it comes to religion. They want religion, they want tax dollars going to fund religious things. They want to protect the ability of the Ten Commandments to be erected on public grounds as a, as a, as a monument to Christianity and is not just a monument to laws. They want, they want people to be able to operate as a nonprofit and be tax exempt despite uh, political activities on behalf of those organizations are not allowed by the Johnson Amendment. They have lots of ways that just it's just extremely hypocritical that they would demand small government except for when it comes to religious liberty and religious freedom in this country. And make no mistake about it. Religious freedom, this, this council or whatever that's going to protect religious liberty, it's, it's not going to protect the liberty of Wiccans, of Satanists, of Jews, of Muslims. Muslims are not going to have religious liberty. The same people that support the religious liberty task force are probably the same people that oppose erecting a mosque or a cultural, a Muslim, Islamic cultural center around the block from the, from the 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Center. They're not going to protect the religious liberty of Muslim folk. Absolutely not. Use this as another example to promote Christian nationalism. They are going to use this to pro- promote their version of, of Sharia law because it might not be Muslim Sharia law, but it's the same basic concept, using the laws of your religious documents, your religious texts against other people. They're not going to sit here and they'll give lip service to protecting Jews, perhaps. But don't make any mistake, this is about Christianity. Just like when people talk about, quote, Judeo-Christian values. Only reason Judeo-Christian is put there because Jews came first and then Christians came later, so they want to try and draw that lineage. But don't they don't like Christians? I mean, they don't like Jews. They're, you know, again, as I was trying to explain to somebody else, you know, the and this is actually this is actually an amazing story because it was on another page, another Facebook page, and somebody was doubting that Donald Trump was emboldening Nazis and white supremacists and other folks and. I brought up a counterpoint to him, and that counterpoint included the fact that, you know, even though Trump might be seen as being nice to Jews because he's doing something good for Israel, the fact that, you know, American conservatives want to do something nice for Jews in Israel, I mean, you you could look at the same thing. Let's say American conservatives wanted to do something nice um, for black people in Africa. You know, they would do it with the, with, under the idea that, oh, may, maybe more Africans would go back to Africa. You know, that, that's why they would do it. They're not being nice to black people. They're, being, they're wanting to create a sort of environment where black people will move back to Africa and as such won't be in America. That's, what they, that's why they would do that. They want less Jews in America, so they're more than happy, even though anti-Semites and white supremacists are more than happy to applaud Trump on like moving the embassy to Jerusalem or what have you, because if they're making Jerusalem and Israel stronger, then you're going to wind up seeing more Jews want to turn over there. At least that's probably their hope. 
probably not going to happen because a lot of secular Jews, a lot of Jews in America are happy in America, want to stay in America. And there are also a lot of Jews in America who, well, who might, they might want to visit Israel uh, for some of the culture and delicious, delicious food. Um, not a big fan of you know, some of the actions that are going on by the state of Israel um, who are not helping matters much. But the, the religious liberty that, that they're talking about clearly is going to be religious liberty of Christians. So we'll see how that develops. Um, but I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be good for Christian folks. If you believe that this religious liberty task force is going to help non-Christians, you are fooling yourself, and you don't believe it. You're kidding yourself, and you don't believe it. Get off. Get back on your feet. Sorry. Just breaking in a song for a second. Um Let's go ahead and take our uh, second commercial break, and we'll come back and, again, take more of your calls, uh, 914-205-5772. That's 914 I'm sorry, 914-205-5772, 914-205-5772. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana talking about a lot of the issues going on today and about taking back Congress in 2018, taking your calls as well if you wish, or again, you can join us in the chat room and leave comments, questions, concerns there. Uh, some funny things going on this week. Um, they're just President Trump said, ugh, I have to say that and I feel nauseous. President Trump basically says that for the past 17 years that we've been under the thumb of Obamacare, 17 years, folks. That would make it 2001. Since before 9-11, we've been dealing with Obamacare. Have we now? 
President Trump. Now, look, people misspeak all the time. I do it. I just want to know, because of this whole 17 years comment, can we finally let go of Obama's statement about the 57 states? He didn't even say 57 states. He said 50, and then it was a very long pause, as if he was saying, yeah, how many states have you been to? And he was like, 50. And he probably meant to say 47 states, but it just came out 57 states. And oh, Obama thinks we have 57 states. <laughs> well, can we now just shut up about it? Because here we have your idol, Donald Trump, saying, you know, Obama has been here 17 years. Well, maybe it feels like 17 years. <laughs> I guarantee. Look, I'm going to call into a radio show that's local, the one I often call into, and I'm going to ask them this question about whether or not about 17 years and can we get rid of this. And, and I, I will just guarantee, I'll, I'm not willing to bet any money on it, but I'm certain that someone, maybe even the host will say this, well, it sure feels like 17 years. He might not. He might. The host might not add the little rednecky laugh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm anticipating that's going to be the response. It sure felt like it, really. But let's. I do want to talk. Let, let's let's talk about this thing for a second. It's kind of there was a time ago, maybe a few years back, on Facebook. And I'm sitting here and I'm having a conversation about voting IDs and voter ID laws. And maybe we should have a full show on voter ID laws. Um, But here's what I said. And here's what I've always said when it comes to voter ID laws. I have no problem with the requirements of a voter ID. As long as the requirements to get a voter ID are not overly burdensome and overly costsome. You know, there is a prohibition on... Um, there's a prohibition on uh, poll taxes. So if you, if you set your costs too high, should, to me, it should be free. Um, and in Louisiana, for example, we have a situation where you have a requirement to show a photo ID, or you can sign an affidavit and you can bring all of the documents that would get you a photo ID. And you can sign it that way and do a provisional ballot. But I mean, basically, it's a it's an ID law. It's a requirement you have to have an ID, or at least all the documentation that would get you an ID. And if you don't have one, you are allowed to get one for free. Cool. Well, I, I have no problem with this law. There's no liberal that I've spoken to that in the state of Louisiana that has a problem with this law. So, but I would have this conversation, and I it's like Babe Ruth. I called my shot. I said that I'm going to talk about the non-ID portions of these so-called voter ID laws. These are not clean ID. What happens is they create this voter ID law that requires a, the showing of a voter ID, of some, some sort of state-issued ID, to be able to go cast a ballot in an election. And then they put all of this other stuff in it. Um, and there's been circumstances where many Republicans and conservatives have admitted that the reason for all of this other stuff is to disenfranchise voters, especially black voters. Now, I say, look, I'm going to talk about these non-voter ID parts of these so-called voter ID laws. 
And I will say that I have no problem with requiring the use of a photo ID to vote. But in discussing these non-voter ID portions of these of the voter ID laws, guaranteed that somebody's going to come along and they're going to say, what's wrong with showing an ID to vote? And I even, in this one particular circumstance, I even predicted the person who was going to do it. I said, this person is going to come along on this thread and he's going to ask, what's wrong with showing an ID to vote? Despite the fact that I just said there's no issue with showing an ID, an ID to vote, and my problem with the laws that are, that are called voter ID laws are with the non-ID portions of the law. And wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, that guy and two other guys came along asking, what's wrong with requiring an ID? <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? I just predicted that you would do something that's incorrect and you would make an incorrect statement. Oh, we had Flycatch in here in the chat room for a second. And he decided to go away. Um, we just had this prediction and I, I, I called you out. I said, look, you are going to respond this way. And this is why you're going to look foolish. And then it's like there was that in the 2008 elections, you had president, Obama, candidate Obama, and candidate John McCain debating the issues in the race for president. Obama goes, well, I want to talk about this thing. And then John McCain is going to say this thing. And this is why John McCain is wrong, because he's misinterpreting everything. Blah, blah, blah. President Obama, well, at the time Senator Obama, called his shot. He said, look, this is what McCain is going to do, and this is why he's wrong. John McCain then says the exact same thing, the exact same thing that President Obama said he would. And I cracked up because it's so predictable. And with me and the whole voter ID thing, it happened again today. I had another conversation, and I was having on a completely different thread. And I said, look. I don't have a problem with requiring a voter ID law. It's the non-ID parts of the voter ID law that are problematic. I guarantee you that some conservative is going to come along after me and say, why are voter IDs the wrong? And he did it. And I screenshotted it because it's hilarious. If, if you are that predictable, if you are that predictable, you have no business debating politics. You need to come up with your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own feelings, because that just makes you look like a wind-up toy. You're a wind-up toy if you cannot form your own thought and you, and you just hear these trigger words like voter ID. Oh, here's a liberal talking about voter ID law. Here's going to be my generic response, and I'm going to throw it out there. And it's not going to fit because I've already called out your generic response. I already know it's going to happen. And I haven't. So that's why, at the end of the day, I want to try and make sure to call into that radio show. And I want to be able to, I'm going to ask about this whole 50, not 57 state thing. But if we can get over the 57 state thing, because Obama, because Trump said that we've been under Obamacare for 17 years. And I I can feel it in my bones that 
the response is just going to be, well, it feels like 17 years. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the next commercial break. We want to come back after the break. We can talk about more issues. The uh, Taking Back Congress 2018. Uh, your calls, 914-205-5772. That's 914-205-5772. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the West, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-205-5772. That's 914-205-5772. Before we go on to discuss some of the other issues, it was announced that House Speaker Paul Ryan was shocked and proud to learn that he's part Jewish, everybody. Paul Ryan is part Jewish. And I, as somebody who is raised Jewish, would like to announce that the Jewish delegation is announcing that we are trading Paul Ryan to Joe Biden. For Joe Biden. So thanks, but no thanks. Um, no need for Paul Ryan in the ranks of the Jews. We already have enough Republican Jews as it is. Don't understand Republican. I mean, you know, first of all, you're you're beating the stereotype to death because we understand why, for the most part, you have Republican Jews. That's because of financial situations. So you're already beating the death. That's dead horse of a stereotype. A if it's not because of the wealth issue, then you're doing it because you're bigoted, because you're anti-Muslim. And as a Jew, you should understand the fact that you shouldn't be anti any religion, because the last time we dealt as a worldwide issue with somebody who was against people for being a particular religion, six million Jews and six million others died in the Holocaust. So if you're a Jew and you're acting like that, be better. Seriously, come on. There's no reason for that. None whatsoever. <clears throat> so, take back Congress. Hashtag take back Congress. What am, I, what am I doing with that? So, previous years I've done sort of a 
push to have people on the show, uh, people who are dedicated to uh, taking back Congress uh, for the Democrats. Of course, Democrats have failed to take back Congress since they lost it in 2010, but hopefully a blue wave can come and wash away our tears or the Republicans or who are the cause of our tears. But at the end of the day, I want to focus a lot of the show's effort in talking about the issues that matter in this election. And that includes things like having candidates on, people who are trying to make a difference. Maybe people who, you know, because I once ran for office and I knew what it's like to, A, not have people wanting to help give me a platform, and B, what it felt like when people did. I mean, say what you want about that previous radio host show host that I was talking about, you know, who I was thinking might say something to the effect of, you know, it feels like 17 years. Um, I, uh, he was one of the few people during that election who gave me a microphone, who loved to have me on the air, who would, would interview me, who, you know, encouraged me to get, you know, you know, give me decent right rates on, you know, advertising. And maybe his audience wasn't that big and therefore that's all I could demand. But still, I was able to create and produce some good commercials. I had them air on other stations as well. And when it became time to have the campaign focus on something else because it was obvious that I wasn't going to win because I wasn't getting the help that I needed, um, guess what? You know, he, he had me on the air, and then when I was collecting items for Hurricane Ivan, he helped me collect items for Hurricane Ivan. He helped spread the word about that as well. So, you know, I may disagree with him on a lot of issues, but he's always been a good person to me. So I do got to give him that shout-out despite our, our, our disagreements. And he's gotten a little more right-wing. I mean, he was always right-wing, but he's his vitriol is a little higher, and so sometimes he's hard to tolerate. But... At the end of the day, he did do do me a solid, so I can't. I'm not gonna completely throw him under the bus, but I will will vigorously point out when he is wrong on the issues. Don't get me wrong about that either. Um, but no, so I, and I know what it's like to not have help, and I know what it's like to to get that voice and be able to have a platform to put your voice out there, talk about the issues that you want to talk about, and that's what I'm gonna do. People who you, know, you don't have to be in Louisiana, you can be all over the country. I've already reached out to some people in Texas. I've reached out to some, uh, to a potential presidential candidate. Um, you know, whether that person has a chance, you know, depends on probably a lot of other people coming in. You know, Bernie Sanders only had 4% name recognition before he became a household name. I mean, I knew who he was before him, but I'm kind of a Bernie Sanders hipster in that effect. You know, I liked him before he was cool, but anybody who wants to come on the show and promote and try and start that blue wave and take back Congress more than happy to have you on. And Hey, if you're running for Congress against Democrats and you want to come on the show and have a discussion of the issues, that's as long as you're willing to be fair and reasonable and give you the same benefit. And you know, you can say what you're, where you're running and what you're doing, what your plans are for that district. And I have no problem with that. So, but you, you are welcome on the show too, especially if 
as a Republican, you see the issues that are going on with this administration, because there are Republicans who are seeing the issues that are going on with this administration. And I believe that there are people who voted for this administration who are now going, oops, my bad, sorry. Part of the people who are those problematic folks are people who voted for Donald Trump, despite the fact they had a person who was their relative, like a daughter-in-law who was here in violation of our border policy. Now, under the Obama administration, there was some paperwork that would get filled out and it would have, you know, delayed deferment, stuff like that, delayed deporting. But nowadays, you don't have that. And you have a situation where people can't just sign paperwork and have a delayed deportment. They are going to deport you immediately because you're low-hanging fruit. And they want low-hanging fruit. That's what the Trump administration wants. They want to be able to say, look, look at all these Mexicans that we caught. doesn't care that those Mexicans weren't hurting anybody. They just care about the low-hanging fruit. And that's so immoral. It's just and people, these people want to talk about morality, but yet they're willing to send somebody's mother home, somebody's wife home, for doing nothing other than wanting to be in this country and make a better life for their family. That's your only crime. I don't understand your thought process. I don't understand the thought process that goes on. If that's the person's only crime, why you'd want to kick that person out of the country? It does not make any sense at all. Just terrible, terrible. Ter- Sir Charles Barkley was a terrible, terrible, terrible. He's a love making big stinks about the this is NFL season that's coming up. We're hearing more and more about people taking a knee and like just the people that talk about that again, just it's based in ignorance. They don't even know what they're talking about. They don't know the reason why Colin Kaepernick started taking knee, why other people are taking knees. They don't get it. They don't they think it's because they want to protest the flag. It's not that they're protesting the flag. They're protesting the people who are claiming to pledge allegiance to that flag and for wanting liberty and justice for all and then not getting that same liberty and justice that was promised to them. How can you... It's, it's just... It should be clear as day. And, and, and people are just being willfully ignorant when it comes to that. I mean, I had it in a situation where... I was having a conversation with a friend of mine or a friend of a friend and we were talking about black lives matter and, and he didn't understand that it wasn't an implied to, or it was an implied to, it wasn't an implied only. And once we finally explained the actual meaning to him, he seemed to get it. I mean, maybe he just has a little more empathy than other people, but oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, part of the problem, I got, you know, I'm in a weird place. One of the things I want to do with this podcast and with my YouTube account for the podcast is I do want to uh, do, a, do a couple of video series. One of them I've already started, but one of them that hasn't started yet um, is kind of an information series on Israel and Palestine and the issues going on over in the Middle East and 
what the real problems are. And here's, here's the main problem. If you're not willing to look at all sides for the blame, then you're not willing to have an honest discussion about it. In order for you to have a logical and reasonable discussion on the problems in the Middle East, you have to be willing to. And I'm not saying you're free to not find any fault with them, but you have to be willing to be able to look and try and find fault with the people on all sides of the issue. You need to be able to find fault with the Israelis or be willing to find fault with the Israelis if fault is there. You have to be willing to find fault with Hamas. That you're willing to find fault with American conservatives and anybody else who is stirring the pot over there. You have to find fault, or have to be able to be willing to find fault with all of those groups. You can't make any of them sacrosanct. All of them have to be eligible for your criticisms because if you're unwilling to look at a segment, then you're unwilling to deal with the problem in reality and you're only looking at a, the kind of the 40,000 view level. Oh, look, there's fighting and the side that I hate, which I don't understand part of the problems. I mean, I understand that they don't like the settlements and everything like that. And that's, that's, I don't like the settlements either. I think it's purposely poking the bear. I think it's, you know, not showing that you have good faith in this whole thing, but very important, but, very important button. I lost my train of thought because I heard my kid talking in the background. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Just lost my train of thought. That's crazy. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I just shared on my mom's Facebook page about when I'm 64, I'm getting older and gray and everything. And maybe I just need to do another parody when I'm 42 because holy crap, that's crazy. Anyway, so you have to you have to you have to be able to put blame where it needs to go. I have people that don't want to talk about what Hamas does. I have people on my friends list that don't want to talk about what Israel does. I have people on my friends list that don't want to talk about what America does. How America causes the problems, some of the problems over there too. If you're not willing to look at every side of the issue and willing to say, look, these people are responsible for some of the blame, then you're not willing to have an honest discussion. But this isn't even about the Arab-Israeli problem. This is about Israel and specifically Netanyahu being a piece of crap. Utter piece of crap. Netanyahu, incredible flip-flop on African migrants. First, he planned to deport 40,000 people from Israel. Then he backed off. And now what's he going to do? He made two major announcements on Monday, completely reversing his administration's policy on the roughly 40,000 African asylum seekers in Israel twice. First, he said that he'd scrapped a plan to deport those migrants, according to the Atlantic, uh, to third-party countries such as Rwanda or Uganda, um, and then taking in as many 16,000 and rooting 16,000 for resettlement in Western countries throughout the United Nations Refugee Agency. Uh, for months, there have been protests about those removals, and it looked like Netanyahu was going to follow through with his but then hours later, Netanyahu reneged um, on that, and he said that Rwanda had, quote, folded from its previous agreement to take the refugees because of pressure from the EU. 
uh, the new Israel fund, blah, blah, blah. This is why he made the new agreement. However, I'm attentive as you, first of the people of South Tel Aviv. Uh, he said, referring to the neighborhood where the most of the African migrants are concentrated. That's why I decided to meet with the interior minister, blah, 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 representatives of South Tel Aviv. Meanwhile, I'm suspending the implementation of the agreement. So it's a double reverse. It's a flip. Swerving the wrestling fan, folks. Netanyahu's garbage. Netanyahu is garbage. I went from, you know, 9-11 when he was sitting there like, I think that Israel has the right to support, to go after the people that attacked it on 9-11. And I'm like, yeah, I know what you do with Netanyahu. I just kind of gave him a little side eye. I was like, you know what, it's smart of you doing this, but still, you know, you're basically going to use this as a, as a reason to justify you know, going after the people who attack you. And look, it's not horrible to go after the people that attack you. I'm not saying that you can't go after the people that attack you. You can't protect yourself. But Netanyahu has, over the years, and maybe not over the years, maybe just paying more and more attention to what he's doing, he's becoming a piece of crap. And he, Maybe he always was a piece of crap. But he's a piece of crap. Doesn't matter when he became a piece of crap, he's still crap. You know, you have a delicious piece of steak that you eat, then later it turns into a piece of crap. Doesn't matter that it was a delicious piece of steak earlier. It's still a piece of crap now. That's all that matters. What it is now, and that's what Netanyahu is now. He's pushing these settlements through. You can't have an honest discussion about this. You know, you can't have. You can't come to the table and give an honest opinion about what's, what you want to have happen in the Middle East and hope that you're going to get a good output, a good result if you're coming with bad faith. That's, Software developers say, garbage in, garbage out. You're coming in to the situation, promoting garbage. All you're going to get afterwards is just more and more garbage. We're going to take our final commercial break and come back. Take your calls if you wish. 914-205-5772. That's 914-205-5772. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Oh, I pushed the wrong button. (laughs) All right, let's do that again. Technical difficulty and, or human error, actually. 914-205-5772. Again, 914-205-5772. This is Liberal Day in Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? 
Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it is 914-205-5772. That's 914-205-5772. So, again, if you want to be a a guest on Liberal Dan Radio, you want to discuss your campaign, if you have an organization that's seeking help in turning... Uh, this blue wave into a tsunami, I would be more than happy to have you on the show as well. All you got to do is, you know, follow me on Twitter, contact me personally. You know, there's many ways to reach me, even at liberaldanradio at gmail.com uh, if you want to contact me that way as well. Um, you know, I'm very, you know, hopeful that we can get over this ridiculousness on the left and be able to just get together, herd all the cats, and make sure that we have a successful election season. And and so at the end of the year, we can have an incoming group of Democrats or people who will caucus with the Democratic Party to retake the House, maybe even retake the Senate, and put the brakes on all of this horrible crap that's going on in this country. And see some just, it's just, it's, there's no, I mean, this, this meme that I saw, you know, there's lots of different versions of it. Basically, you know, Donald Trump pushes an old lady down. Then Donald Trump helps the old lady up. He goes, see, I helped the old lady up. And Trump supporters, he's an awesome president because he helps an old lady up. And the rest of the world is, but he pushed her down. Trump supporters, why do you hate him so much? He's just trying to help. And that's so apt because it's what he does. Like, literally, signs this horrible trade deal. But not even trade deal, but these tariffs. In lack of his ability to negotiate, he just, you know, uses blunt force, sets up these tariffs. These tariffs start killing the farmers. Instead of ending the tariffs, he takes these tax dollars and funnels them in a socialistic way. So, you know, remind you, this is socialism that he's doing, literally. He's literally practicing socialism by doing that. And the Republicans are like, oh, that's a good thing that he's doing. He's helping the farmers. No! If he wouldn't have screwed over the farmers in the first place by putting up that tariff, we wouldn't have the situation to begin with. He wouldn't have to bail them out. It's ridiculous. Supporters. Oh, I'm just going to follow him. I'm just going to follow him. I'm going to do what he likes. He speaks his mind. He says the things that other people want to say but don't. Well, maybe those other people understand that their horrible thoughts are horrible thoughts and they shouldn't be talking them. 
saying them. Whatever. Oh, and then this wonderful tidbit. So Donald Trump sets up those tariffs for China. And they're set to start at a certain time. So what does the Trump campaign do? He orders a whole bunch of signs from China, making sure that they're going to come in before his tariffs are set up. That way he doesn't have to get punished by the tariffs that he helped create instead of hiring American like he promised that he would. What else can you say about this guy? I mean, what is it going to take? for people to understand that this guy needs stopping. I mean, that, that's what we need to figure out as a, comp- as a country. What is going to make enough people understand that this man needs to be stopped so that we can get the support out there to retake the House, retake the Senate? Once we figure that out, and we don't need to convince everybody. We don't need to convince everybody. We just need to convince a few. You know, there's probably lots of people in lots of states who know Wyoming is not flipping blue anytime in the near future. So while people in Wyoming deserve representation, representation just like everybody else, there's other districts to worry about. Pennsylvania districts that are gerrymandered horribly. Ohio districts that are gerrymandered horribly. Other districts that are swing districts and should be going blue but went red because of Trump's crimson wave, crimson tide. All these people, you need to be able to figure out how you're going to convince them and how you're going to get them to the polls and be ready to fight legal challenges along the way because of the consistent way that Republicans and conservatives are trying to disenfranchise voters who do not support them. So that's what we're going to talk about a lot over the next few weeks, the next few months, through the election, through election night. We will be doing it. We will be trying to help fight the good fight. And I want you to join me with it. So a few minutes left in the show, but we can go ahead and end early. I'm going to go ahead and just finish it up right now. So this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Uh, tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central on um, Blog Talk Radio uh, for more talk from the left that's right. You can follow me at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan and LiberalDan.com. Next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left that's right.